The following sermon audio. The following sermon audio. The following sermon audio is a presentation of First International Baptist Church. Of First International Baptist Church of Copenhagen, Denmark. Today's teaching. Today's teaching. Today's teaching comes from FIBC Assistant Pastor. Assistant Pastor Austin Salisbury. Now, if you are not familiar with the Easter story, or if you've ever tried to explain the Easter story to someone from a, from a different faith or a different culture, you sometimes get a, a strange reaction when you say, it's the holiday where we remember that Jesus died. And people think that's rather strange to celebrate the death uh, of the most important person in your faith. That seems odd and strange. But, of course, that's only part of the story, right? Death is, is only the part of the climax in the life of Jesus, the resurrection, um, the miraculous return of Christ three days after uh, his crucifixion. That's the full part of the story, and that's the climax of, of, of the life of Christ, and, and arguably the climax of all human history. If you are a Christian, then you believe that that is the moment when everything changed for the better, when God conquered death and gave us an open door into relationship with himself and an opportunity, though we die, that we would continue to live. It's an exciting time. Easter is a great time. And, and I have to be honest, the chocolate and all the fun stuff for the kids, that's fun too. But this is Easter, and, and, and so we celebrate the, the resurrection of Christ, but there's another resurrection in the Bible, another resurrection story, and, and, and it's probably the second most famous resurrection story in the Bible. And it's a story um, that someone has said, not only does it show the full divinity of who Jesus was, but it also shows the complete humanity of who Jesus was. This is, of course, the story of Lazarus. Now, if you don't know the story of Lazarus, um, that Lazarus was Jesus' friend. We don't know very much about Lazarus, except for that he had two sisters named Mary and Martha who were very good friends with Jesus. And, and we do know one thing about Jesus, about Lazarus, that says a lot about Lazarus. It says that Jesus loved him. And I imagine that for someone to say, Lazarus, you know Lazarus, the one that Jesus loves, that's a big deal. Lazarus was a special person. Well, Something horrible happens, and, and we don't know the details, but Lazarus becomes sick and ill, and, and Lazarus dies. And the news comes to Jesus, your friend Lazarus has died. And of course, Jesus and the disciples leave where they are, and they come to a town called Bethany, where Lazarus lives with Mary and Martha. And, and before they even get to the town, Lazarus' sister Martha comes to the next town, and she's waiting for Jesus on the road, and she says, Jesus, if only you had come, this wouldn't have happened. Death would not have come to our house. And so Martha joins Jesus and the disciples home, where Mary, Lazarus' sister, is waiting. And, 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 and Mary says, Jesus, if only you had been here, if you had come sooner, then, then, then this wouldn't have happened. And, and, and Lazarus would still be alive. And then the, the friends and family and neighbors that are there with the sisters, they say, Jesus, didn't you heal sick people in other places? Maybe if you had been here, then Lazarus wouldn't die. Everyone is kind of saying the same thing. If only you had been here before, you might have been able to stop death, Jesus. If only you had been here. But now it's too late. And that's the story of Lazarus. And, and it should be the place where the story ends. 
It should be the place where we say, and Lazarus died and everyone mourned and there was sadness and grief and sorrow and, and they missed their friend greatly. But it's not the end of the story. Because Jesus goes with the sisters and the disciples and, and the other Jews that were there and they go to the tomb, which was a, a cave with a rock in front of it, and Jesus does, I think, the most extraordinarily beautiful thing in all of the scripture and the miracles that he does, the thing that touches my heart more than anything else. He stands at the tomb of his friend Lazarus and he weeps. Now, if you have ever lost someone in your life, if you've ever uh, lost a parent or a sibling or a friend, then you know what it feels like to stand at the graveside or the tomb or the, the, the end of a life and weep. And we see Jesus standing at the tomb of his friend Lazarus, and he weeps. Now, I, I can't help but imagine that he is weeping for his friend Lazarus. Yes, yes, he is. He's weeping for Mary and Martha because they have lost their brother, yes. He's weeping for the Jews because they're skeptical and they're, and they're, and they're not sure what to believe in. And he's weeping for the disciples because of their uh, wavering faith. And I have to believe in my heart that he's also weeping for all who have ever lost someone. For all who have ever come to the edge of the cave of death and despair and they've said, had to say goodbye to someone they love. I have a feeling Jesus is weeping for us in that moment. Now, I already gave away the end of the story. It's not the end of the story. Jesus does something amazing, and he says, take the stone away. And so the big guys come out, and they said, God, just put the stone there. And they've got to pull the stone back. And they pull the stone away, and Jesus does something remarkable. After he's wept, he prays to the Father, and he says, Father, I know that you hear me all the time, but I'm going to pray out loud so that everyone here will believe. And then he says this, Lazarus, Come out. Come out. And Lazarus, in a miracle that's hard for us in our 21st century, scientific, reasonable, postmodern minds to understand, there in Bethany, when the stone is moved away, Lazarus steps out. And Jesus says two things to Lazarus. He says, come out. And then, covered in the cloth that he would have been covered in, he says, take all of those wrappings off of him and set him free. And Lazarus, they pull back the cloth. And he, he's probably very confused. What am I doing here? Why is everyone crying? And then my next image, we don't know exactly what happens next, but I just imagine Mary and Martha go running up the hill to the cave and they just grab him. And they squeeze him. And they start kissing all over him. They're squeezing him. And all, everyone's scratching their heads. And the disciples are going, wow. You know, and some people are arguing over, was this a trick or what was happening? And, and they're saying, no, we saw him. He was dead. And we, we've been crying. And, and then there he is. He's alive again. And, and, and I, I can't, and maybe the disciples tackle him to the ground. And they're saying, Lazarus, you're here. Now, it's an amazing story. Because we see so much of who Jesus is and how he cares for Lazarus, how he cares for Mary and Martha, and he, he, he wants this friend of his to be alive. And we would be, we would be wrong to look at the story of Lazarus and think, well, that's, that's just a one-time story. He loved Lazarus more than he loved 
others. That's why he went and, and he did that for Lazarus. I mean, he didn't do that for everyone. Obviously, he, he didn't go from door to door anytime someone died. No, he must have just loved Lazarus the most. And, and, and we have to be careful because the story of Lazarus, just like the story of Christ's uh, death and crucifixion, is specifically for us. It's for us to see that we are like Lazarus. We have an end in sight. There is a cave somewhere with our name on it that when we die, our bodies will be put into that cave and the world will go on without us. Our friends and family will weep and cry and they'll be sad, but that will be the end of our story on earth. But Jesus says it doesn't have to be the end. Listen to what he says to Martha. You know, I told you Martha said, Jesus, if you had only been here, then maybe, maybe Lazarus could still be alive. Listen to what Jesus says to Martha. It's some of those beautiful words in the whole uh, that have ever been spoken. He says, Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if they die, they will live. And anyone who is alive and believes in me will never die. Think about those words for a minute. Jesus says, I am resurrection. I am life. Believe in me, and just like Lazarus, there's no tomb, no grave, no sorrow, no despair that can hold you. This is the story of Easter. This is the story of eternal life. And if we, if we lock it into being just about Lazarus and this, this amazing story from the Bible, then we miss why God wants us to know about it. It's because Jesus is saying, anyone who believes in me will never die. And if you're alive and you believe in me, you will never die. That's the story of how mourning Sadness, the, the saddest thing we can imagine is death. The death of a loved one, the death of a spouse, the death of a child, the death of a parent. That's the worst thing we can imagine. But the morning turns to dancing in the light of Christ. I'll close by sharing one last Bible verse that, uh, something that Jesus said not long after this. You know, this event, this story of Lazarus uh, caused a lot of trouble. Because the word about what Jesus could do, his power over death, it spread like wildfire. And then the authorities started hearing about it and they started getting nervous because people believe that if you believe in Jesus, he can conquer death. And, and that was too radical. It was too radical. But Jesus said this about himself. He said, I have come into the world as light so that whoever believes in me will not remain in darkness. At Christmas time, we celebrate that light coming into the world, right? It's like a pinprick of a star into this dark world, or it's a candle being lit. The life of Jesus, the baby in Nazareth in, 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 uh, in Bethlehem, it's just a small child. It's light. It's the idea of hope coming into the world. But at Easter, we celebrate something different. We celebrate the opportunity, the blessing of stepping out of the dark cave of death and despair into the full Mediterranean sunlight. You know that feeling, don't you? When you've been inside a dark room or inside a, a shaded place and you step in and you, you have no choice but to lift your hand because the sun, it just the heat and light washes over you. That's the hope that comes in Christ at Easter. 
That's what it means for Jesus to be the resurrection and the life. Only in Christ can mourning be turned into dancing. Let's pray. This has been a presentation of First International Baptist Church of Copenhagen, Denmark. To listen to more sermon podcasts or to learn more about FIBC, please visit www.fibc.dk or facebook.com forward slash FIBCCPH. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.